0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to yeah. InfernoCast Cast episode 029. I am, of course, Inferno Fox of the Inferno Fox gaming channel here on YouTube, where you can also find our podcast, which is also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and more. Got a really fun topic here for us today, as, as we always do. But before we get into it, I want to go ahead and introduce my fantastic cast. First up, we have Storm Rose Sky of the Twitch and YouTube channels of storm rose sky storm thank you so much for joining us thank you for having me it's a pleasure to be here and we also have simbu dark he is the level five grandpa and main actor for basement of the dead located in aurora illinois and is he the best player at fork knife we will find out on this special episode today simbu thank you so much for joining us
1: Hey, I'm always glad to be a popsicle here on the cart of ice cream.
0: Yes, we are all freezing. It, this weather stinks. <laughs> we hate it. Well, some of us hate it. There's some of us that like it.
2: <laughs> the cold never bothered me anyway.
0: Exactly. <laughs> uh next up, we've got mobster, my best friend, and uh fellow football fanatic although we will not be footballing it up instead we will be forknighting it up mobster thank you so much for joining us
3: you're welcome thanks for having me
0: and next we have jason the 13th of the youtube channel jason the 13th jason thanks again for joining
4: not a problem at all
0: we also have astromedes developer and co-owner of second place games if you're not first you're Second place games. Astromedes, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Glad to make it back this week. Absolutely. And last and certainly not least, we have my partner and partner in crime, Jamie Owls. Thanks for joining us on this discussion as well.
2: Thanks for having me.
0: And Jamie Owls, while you are there, I'm going to open up the pre-discussion topic with you and ask you, what video games are you playing right now, Jamie Owls?
2: I recently started playing the Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I started that on Sunday. It's been a long time since I have played it. And the reason for that, uh, reason why I picked that game is because, uh, as you know, the first trilogy remastered version is going to be coming out in a month, which I'm really excited for. So I figured to start playing some Tomb Raider games now up until... The February 14th rolls around, so just to keep myself a little busy. And, of course, still slowly playing uh, Mario Wander. I've been playing that with you, which is a lot of fun, of course. But, yeah, those are the two games I'm currently playing.
0: Awesome. And I was really happy to see that you finished Resident Evil 3, uh, I think it was last week. So you have now completed all of the new and uh, remake versions of resident evil so congratulations on that
2: thank you uh
0: astromedes how about you what you currently playing uh, i'm
5: playing a little bit of uh inscription as i've been playing for a while um i also i uh, played faith a little bit to another horror game uh I found I had not actually purchased Faith the Unholy Trinity on Steam, which has Faith 1, 2, and 3, uh, kind of old-school retro uh, weird horror games. Uh, So I played a little bit of that. um, And a little bit of Darkest Dungeon uh, 2, which I've also been playing a while. Um, I did a lot of uh, hunting for games, actually, with not a lot of uh, great results.
0: (laughs) No, sounds like you've been able to dive in a bit on on some good entries. Uh, cool to hear that you're still playing Darkest Dungeon a, a bit too.
5: Yeah, Darkest Dungeon and Inscription uh, definitely kind of have legs. It seems like in terms of <laughs> I'll keep playing them for a while. Inscription, I think I'll probably I probably don't have a whole lot longer that I'll keep playing with that. I think I kind of get the kind of rest of the main the rest of the game here. Like I got past the main ending sort of thing and now there's a called Casey's mod it's uh supposed to be a mod that was made by a possibly killed or something as a result of the game tester it seems uh huh. it's kind of like the lore setup of why this mod exists that you play after the game but I don't think there's a whole lot more for me to see I definitely won't be able to achieve everything in there uh, Darkest Dungeon 2 though I suspect I will kind of keep going and coming
0: back to that one for a while longer cool very nice uh, Jason, how about you? What What's currently got your attention besides Pokemon?
4: <laughs> well, besides Pokemon and besides Fortnite, I started up Mario RPG, and Simbu got me started on the Shredder's Revenge, so I need to get into those a bit more.
0: Nice, very good. Hopefully the uh, em Ups podcast that we did last, last week on mm-hmm. Wednesday kind of helped prime you and get you ready for the Shredder's Revenge. <laughs> yeah <laughs> nice Storm how about you what you currently playing
6: God of War Ragnarok um, making my way through that I just had to upgrade him and Freya a little bit Kratos and uh, Freya a little bit to in order to fight some more of the super bad guys Um, I forgot their names for a moment the berserkers oh my god what a pain in the they are. <laughs> um, and also I started playing more uh Mario Wonder today. Mm-hmm. So I had played it when I first got it, went through a couple of levels and then you know today went through a couple more, so just slowly picking my way picking my way through those. Obviously Fortnite. So that's why we're here.
0: Nice. Very cool. And Simbu, how about you?
1: Um, well, I played a little Mario Wonder, um, and then played a little Shredder's Revenge with Jason the 13th the other day when I was out here. Um, I borrowed Breath of the Wild from Jason the 13th. I tried it long ago when it first, roughly when it first-ish came out. Um, wasn't terribly impressed, but... To be fair, I was playing on the Switch Lite. So basically, picture, for those of you who don't know, the Switch Lite has the screen size of roughly an Android phone. Um, (laughs) So very, very small. Uh, Didn't hold my attention then. I figured now that I have an actual Switch, uh, I'd give it a good old college try. And of course, Fortnite...
0: And that's pretty much it. Nice. And Mobster, how about you? What, uh, what are you currently playing right now?
3: I expected a laundry list from Simbu over there, but that was uh, <laughs> quite short. Um,
0: that
1: was last year. <laughs> uh,
3: do, we, do we include phone games or no?
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> um, a game. Why not?
3: My main one's uh, Fortnite and Rocket League And I just learned not too long ago that Rocket League has a phone game called Rocket League Sideswipe. So those are the the main ones that I'm playing. Uh, And that's pretty much it.
6: Very cool. Okay, If we're going to include phone games, let me throw a couple more out there. (laughs) 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 Because Monopoly Go, I've been just got invited to and freaking hooked on and Disney Emoji Blitz. And of course, Words with Friends. Those are just dailies that, you know,
0: now have to do carry on nice so for our audience here if you can kind of uh catch a little trend here we've got two-thirds of us that play a little little game called fortnite and that is of course our topic for today it's something that uh i like to call fork knife which thanks adam ruins everything um and it's really something that's kind of bonded us to, to together in a way where uh, Simbu and I would sort of, sort of BS while we're playing fork knife on, on, on squads, 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 and to talk um, about video games, trios, squads and <laughs> we're just like, you know, we're talking about video games, having a really interesting conversation. You know, I'm a white guy. I have a microphone. Let's let's do a podcast. So, you know, here here we are where we're, we're we're just a bunch of friends, you know, talking about video games and having having a lot of fun. And it really, F-fork knife for me was sort of the, the inspiration, uh, for, really for the, the podcast itself. So, thank you, ForkKnife. Uh, really, really brief history about it itself. Um, in, in case the the viewer doesn't know it, uh, ForkKnife itself was released at early access back in July of 2017 with the subtitle "Save the World." And it was actually a cooperative third-person looter shooter and a tower defense survival game, but the version of the game that we know it today, and what we're mostly mostly going to talk about, is easily the battle royale version, and that released in September of 2017. And there was there there's very small amount of controversy about that because there's some people that think that Epic Games, the creators of Fork Knife, had copied Player Unknown Battlegrounds. Uh, or PUBG's Battle Royale format, though it should be noted. It should be noted that PUBG released its early access version in March of 2017. So again, PUBG did release its Battle Royale oh, about six months before uh, Epic did their version of Battle Royale for, for Knife. So I'm gonna kind of open the floor a little bit and just kind of ask each each of our crew here to give their own personal history with with the game. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna start off here uh, because I actually started playing Fork Knife in early 2018 after I noticed the BR games, uh, Battle Royale games in uh, PUBG and Fork Knife were catching steam. Uh, I played for a couple hours on the PS4, realized the addictive nature of the gameplay, and that's all it took to put the game aside, set it aside, and say nope. Because it's so addictive, I'm gonna waste all my time on it. I want to play, you know, more games rather than just the one. And I was the only one at the at the time that 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 played it. Now, under the delusion that I'm older and have more self control, I have been playing regularly since September 2022. Again, with everyone here on the InfernoCast crew. The latter point that I made about not having people playing, yeah, that that fortunately got resolved for me. And, and I've been brought in, into the fold as it were. So I'm going to, I'm going to start off with, uh, I'm going to start off first with Jason the 13th, then storm. And then uh, I'll kind of take it from there, but uh, I'm, I'm starting off with Jason the 13th. Cause he's the one that kind of got me back, back into it. And, <laughs> and one of the cool things with Jason is he's, he's the kind of guy that will, he'll always try new games and new stuff. And I used to kind of not really be that way, but he's the one that actually got me into fork knife. He's the one that got me to play like the two newest Pokemon games because it's like I want to adopt, I, I want to be more like Jason instead of be like Mike, be be like Jason because he's he's got that open attitude to play games. So the 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 three points that I'll I'll, I'll ask will apply to you all, but Jason, I want you to open up uh, on this first, uh, and then Storm, but Jason. When did you first start playing fork knife? What or who brought you into it? And how often do you currently play today?
4: Hmm. All right. Well, let's start off with who, because that was the first thing. My nephew wanted to play it and got me into playing it because it was him, me, and his dad, my older brother. The three of us were playing it all. Uh, I started in chapter two, season four, with all the Marvel characters, which was like perfect time to get me hooked into the game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if it was a different season, I may not be as hooked as I still am still to it, but the Marvel season definitely kicked it all off for me. Uh, I'm still playing here and there um, pretty regularly, but not as hardcore as I was. Um, it all depends on the season for the most part. Um, and then the battle pass, the last battle pass in this battle pass, isn't anything like, Oh my God, the right home about. So I haven't been just steadily grinding on it. I've just been playing here and there with these two, the last couple battle passes.
0: Gotcha. No, that's cool. Yeah. And the whole battle pass system is, is something that we'll touch upon a little bit later and kind of adds to the whole, uh, ForkKnife being free to play and uh, and really not so much freemium because one of the things I really have to uh, get give a lot of credit to ForkKnife is that it's not pay to play. You don't have to pay money to be able to to do well in the game. You're just paying for skins and uh, yeah, cosmetics, and cosmetics, emoticons, and your and, and, emotes and, and stuff like that. Uh, So, Storm, how about you? Uh, When was it that you first started playing? What brought you into it, and how often do you play today?
6: When I first started playing was about October 2018. Um, A friend of ours at the time was playing and introduced me to Fortnite, So, and he suggested buying... The battle pass. And if you, as long as you bought, you know, one battle pass and played enough, you could afford to renew it every time. Like you would get the same amount of V Bucks. So I my original battle pass, I lasted on that forever because I hardly ever bought skins. Now that's just a joke. It's you know <laughs> it's exploded. But um I don't no longer really play with that friend of ours. I don't want to just dox him so I won't say his name. <laughs> um so it's been fun having, you know, everyone here to play with because after a bit I didn't have anyone to play with. So I would oh you know, I stopped going into autofills because it's toxic doing autofills. And you yes. run into a lot of little buttheads that mm, one of the last times I was in one of those autofills <laughs> there was some Buttheads that had to be just racist buttheads. And so, yeah. So that was my last time doing autofills. And since then, I've just been doing solo stuff in Fortnite. I've played almost every day consistently since 2018, except when Animal Crossing came out. And then Animal Crossing took over my life, so to speak. (laughs) And then Fortnite, you know, I would play it every other day or so, but since then pretty much every day when i can
0: <laughs> nice yeah it, it's funny that's that's why i wanted to make sure to call on you second because of the fact that you you were the longest running person to to play the game not counting me and i'm not counting me because just because i might have played it first within the crew that sure as heck doesn't mean i'm anywhere near the skill the longevity the longevity the amount of hours the uh endearing the, the appreciation for the game or anything like that so that all of the just that one thing that i mentioned means nothing because if, if there's anything like i really have a huge appreciation for uh you and jason when it when it comes to to knife. but speaking of appreciation let me ask mobster um because mobster is one of the ones that jason the 13th got into the fold like myself uh mobster i think joined three months before i did uh, if I'm remembering that, did, did I get that right? Um, and the, the whom brought you into it? And how often are you playing, Mobster?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah I was going to say probably two, three months before you started is when I really started to get into it. Um, of course, uh, Jason the 13th, he got me into it because of our nephew. Um, he He tried to get me into it earlier on, probably when he first started. And I played maybe a handful of matches or something, and and I just couldn't couldn't do build. Um, I was like, nope, this is too much, uh, ridiculous. I'm not dealing with it. Uh, he will stick with my Halo, thank you very much. Um, <laughs> and then a uh, little time goes by, and Jason 13's like, hey, uh, you really need to try Fortnite again. And I'm like, why? And I was like, I didn't like, I didn't want to, you know, play or whatever. And he's like, well they made a no build mode so you don't have to worry about that anymore i was like oh really so i got to worry about shooting people and killing them that sounds great to me i'm uh, i'm all in so ever since then i've been playing uh and i say i play uh, i play regularly it, maybe not every single day but definitely multiple times a week um if it wasn't for life i'd play probably more
0: <laughs> so <laughs> but, yeah. so that- that of course begs the question um if zero but build mode was never introduced would you have continued playing it
3: oh i probably, I probably never got into it uh, i just, just was not an aspect of a game that i was really interested in in learning and trying to figure out and spend the time to get good at when uh, mm. i don't have that time
0: yeah i, I and i'm right there with, with you mobster just the simple fact that like i i find the building aspect of it uh, intriguing and and curious but the just the whole battle royale cross uh like minecraft sort of uh cross gunplay thing just didn't like i'm like ah see it's fun and like it appeals to like a lot of a lot of senses but i'm like ah i don't know if it's as good enough to to want to keep like catch my attention all the time like i don't know like if there's one thing that really great about Dive, it's the gunplay. So maybe that that could have been part of it, but we'll, we'll touch on that uh, shortly. Simbo, I also want to ask you the same questions that I asked uh, uh, everyone here, of, of course, which is when you first started playing, uh, what or who brought you in and how often that you play today?
1: So original attempt at the game was back when they did the first Star Wars event. Um, I can't remember for which Star Wars movie, but they brought out Ray and Kylo Ren and you're running around the VR the map as them. And I I tried it. Now, remember at the time I didn't have home Internet, so kind of hard to play online games with no home Internet. But I was playing I was working in the escape rooms at the time and we were, you know, I was, it was my bosses were cool enough to say, hey, if you want to bring on your PlayStation and play, uh, you know, well, there's nothing going on, feel free. So I would go down there and snag their internet. Um, of course, when I didn't have an escape room or anything going on, because there was ungodly long stretches where there'd be nothing happening, but we still had to be there. <laughs> um, I remember trying it out, didn't like it, put it aside. Again, it was no home internet, so no point, you know, not a big deal. If it was like a, uh, whatever, put it away for a while and then, Jason the 13th over there, who's probably, you know, just his mustache, you know, his, his evil mustache over there. old <laughs> um, <laughs> Wild West villain. Um, he uh, was talking about it and I had just barely started getting the internet at the house. So I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot. I started playing Actually started playing, playing in Chapter Two, Season Five, which was the release of the Mandalorian and the Battle Pass. So, good place for me to start. Um, and ever since then, it's 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 hit or miss. Sometimes it's play, 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 play. Sometimes it's eh. And then there's sometimes where I will power bomb the creative stuff to get the high level early, and complete the Battle Pass early, and then as everyone who watched our end of the year wrap-up video knows, I can move on to freely playing other stuff without having to worry.
0: Yeah, and it's it's definitely a, a good thing to be able to move up and move on and do, do other stuff, because it knife on its own and playing with friends can be a lot of fun and it, it, it's a good game in its own right, but it's not the only game. There's, there's other, uh, I mean, you had what, 82 PlayStation games alone. I mean, there, there's a lot of different g- entries, games and everything out there, but we're not talking about those. We are talking about fork knife. Um Seriously though, you, you make a, a good point and kind of Jason touched upon that uh, a, a bit there too, where, uh, there are certain battle passes that are, are are available. And some, one of the things with Fork Knife itself is that uh, with these battle passes that they offer. So you like pay, you either pay for the battle pass, just like any live service game where you then have to continue to play the game, reach levels to be able to unlock certain skins. One of the things with Fork Knife is that uh, like 99.9% of the time, whatever skin that is in a battle pass will not return. And, uh that that's there there by the incentive to get it so like this current season this chapter and season is uh muscular peter griffin so if you're if you like peter griffin and you like muscles then hey mu- muscular peter peter griffin is there for you uh, other battle passes had like deadpool um and geralt from Uh, the the witcher and everything like that. So so it's cool. It adds a benefit, some sort of compulsion to play, but if you're not interested in that kind of stuff, then you're you're not, it's not going to catch your eye. And the the modes themselves don't really change, Mm, except they, they they do as the, the the game continues to uh, get older age and, and expand, but we'll touch upon that shortly. Uh, astrometes instead of asking you the same questions uh, because out of all of us you're, you're one of the few that that don't play re- regularly uh forkknife with us so one of the things that, that we had talked about in conversation outside of the last inferno cast is that you try a match or two um kind of kind of to get yourself ready for it have you done so will you be playing more when will you be playing more and where yeah. will wear, and when will you wear wigs
5: so, the uh, first time I touched it was last night, um, after attempting Saturday to, so I'd install the, I already had the Epic Game Launcher installed, it was having some weird issues to the point where I had to uninstall and reinstall it, because I hadn't touched it in a while, then I had to wait for Fortnite to install then I had to upgrade my graphics driver, apparently, for Fortnite. So <laughs> my first attempt on uh, whatever day that was, uh, was incomplete. So I finally got to play it uh, last night. I played probably about maybe five matches. Um, and overall, it was... So I played Battle Royale, of course. I just wanted to keep it simple and play, you know, the main mode. Um I I was playing. I did not choose no build because I was. I did not plan to even try to build myself. I had told myself I'm not even going to worry about that. But I am curious to see if anyone else is doing that kind of thing, just kind of observe it. I saw no building actually going on. Uh, that's probably due to the fact that I, you know, obviously did not do super well. Um, I shockingly though, so okay. I played about five matches. In the first match, I didn't kill anyone i basically hid in a building pretty much the entire match and then died (laughs) when i fumbled when someone did show up immediately revealed myself and got shot as i kind of didn't understand the mechanics of my weapon or anything else and i was surprised though like a match or two later i had killed a guy uh, you know I placed like in the 20s I was kind of surprised that I placed in the 20s like every time n- having no idea what I'm doing not doing anything <laughs> at all clever literally just running around trying to get a handle kind of on the weapons and the basic uh kind of feel of the game but uh I it was it was admittedly it was more fun that I had kind of expected even though like kind of those um sort of like uh not fps but sort of just shooter very straightforward shooter type games don't necessarily normally appeal to me um but the uh the mechanics of dropping in were Pretty fun. I kind of enjoyed that there was sort of like the skydiving versus glider, the kind of interesting little element. You see other people coming down, so you can kind of get an idea, maybe change your mind based on someone else kind of showing up near the area you were going for or something. I found that sort of interesting um and uh i mean my main complaint honestly is just how long it takes to do everything just another menu another loading screen and admittedly my computer is you know not the best it's getting a bit long in the tooth now i'm not running this on a solid state drive i get that some of this is my problem and inherent to pc games but on the other hand it's just man there's a lot of screens to do anything and some such expensive, pointless cinematics. <laughs> <laughs> but I—I I mean, I, so all that said, you know, I the last match I played, I got in a prolonged firefight. I killed like four people because I'd stocked up on things inside a building, and it was that that last match I played was the most kind of fun I had with it. I was just sort of impressed that as a as an idiot who doesn't know what he's doing. I was able to, you know, run in and do something and enjoy doing it. You know, my main complaint, as I said, was just the kind of like pain of all those loading screens and you battle pass this and customize that and all that kind of thing.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. And it, that's one of the things that Forknife, it has a kind of a wide entry point at the expense of the the speed and and everything like that uh i I know us switch players all of us have played the game to uh an extent on a switch system either a little bit like uh myself and maybe simbu and a lot uh being like jason and storm so the the switch being not a strong system at all I, I definitely understand and can appreciate the issues that you had just with like the loading and the screens and, and everything like that. Uh, one thing that Astromedes is dealing with that, that all of us don't is like the Epic launcher Bojaz that he has to deal with because that's an additional layer. Whereas all, all of us playing on console, oh, it's just one of the many of the icons that we just select and pull up and uh, loads instantaneously for Jason Simbu, Storm, myself, and well, I guess Mobster. I mean, he's on the Xbox Series X. I, I guess, I guess that were his loads pretty quick. Yes, that's a console. Yeah, <laughs> I, I i guess that loads pretty Don't quick, be hater. So. <laughs> good. Good.
1: quicker than the PS5.
0: <laughs> it is. That, <laughs> so, 0. 0.02 seconds. Ooh, I'm so scared. <laughs> it's that 0. 0.02 seconds that counts in a firefighter, right, Mobster?
3: Yeah, damn straight.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's a firefight though, and that that that's not a loading screen. He he,
0: he has a faster loading screens. So
5: life is a battle, Simbu.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> so so based on the conversation so far, Jamie Owls, you haven't yeah. played Fork Knife at all. If you I do, have you have to play on your Switch because I, I I if we play together, I'm gonna get, play on the PS5. Do you? see yourself playing fork knife at all and if not if if, what sort of roadblocks would keep you from playing
2: i have thought about it and honestly the only reason i would play is just more i just want to explore i don't feel like killing people (laughs) i just want to look around at stuff but there are times i've been curious because as you know i mostly watch you play and others i don't have an interest in joining. However, there are times where I thought about it, I will give it a try. I'm mostly open to try new games, at least give it a shot. Uh, when I do play though, I don't want to play live because I don't want to play with people who I don't know. i rather play with people who I'm comfortable with and won't yell at me. Hopefully not. Uh, but yeah, um, I'm open to trying. Not against
0: it. Uh, one of the things, of course, with fork knife that uh, Simbu alluded to is the uh, the fact that internet connectivity is pretty much required for that. So if 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 you'd play, you would have to play with uh, other people, real people. Oh, uh So I think okay. I think the best the the best crew uh, probably would be, um, let's see, my probably myself, um, Storm. And then, maybe because
5: I also don't know what, what I'm doing, I'd be willing oh, yeah. to, uh, to give it a shot.
0: Yeah, or or or, or maybe uh, mobster, so so that mobster can yell at you uh, a, a bit. What are you doing? Don't pick up that. Yeah, I see your button. left. Shoot <laughs> to your left. No, yeah, it, it'd be a th- it'd be fun to it, the map. The nice thing is, there's a lot of exploration that that can happen. The map is friggin' huge. The problem is oh, that. Yeah. You can have the map totally explored after about four or five matches if you're if you're quick about finding and and, and really looking for everything uh, really the the fun of course is the the different you can really have a different game every single time just based on how the the storm circle closing in on the map itself and and basically siphoning off people uh, and and and, pu- and making and funneling people that's it funneling people to like a, a more enclosed spot so. But yeah, you, it would def- definitely can, be something, you- really any of us, honestly, um, you, you got a thing where um, m- myself, I, I obviously I'd be patient and help you with that. Storm's got uh, p- patience, experience, and skill. Jason, <laughs> th- the same thing. Uh, Mobster's got, got the skill and the understanding. Uh, Astromedes has nothing, so he, you'd have uh, something comparable, Uh, And Simbu. I I played it like a horror
5: game. You could take that same approach. I basically like, I don't know what I'm doing. Everyone's way more powerful than me because they know what they're doing. So I'm going to get a bunch of guns and hide in a closet, like
0: a horror movie character. (laughs) And just watch out for the storm. (laughs) Watch out for the storm. We'll
2: probably end up running away from people.
0: Yeah. uh, uh, That's what I did.
3: (laughs) You'll be like, why is it like cloudy and raining? (laughs) <laughs>
0: yeah, why but, am i why, dying why is that green bar going down what is that green bar oh, and that's that's it that's that's the match <laughs> uh so this question is going to be for uh both simbu and mobster uh and I- i'm just kind of curious because you both have a uh, uh, simbu you got a lot of experiences in games in general and uh, as well as with like uh over-the-shoulder shooters and military shooters and mobster mobster mostly the, the latter. How do you feel, or how comparable is the gunplay itself in Fork Knife to military shooters, Uh, first-person ones like Call of Duty or Halo or Simbu stuff, like even even stuff like uh, Uncharted? So again, first-person titles uh, uh, are different from Fork Knife since Fork Knife is over the shoulder. But again, like just kind of thoughts thoughts on the gunplay, Uh, Simbu, if if you don't mind leading off.
1: Well, um. Up until this most recent season, uh, Fortnite employed shoot uh, scan shooting. So what that means is, unless you were using a sniper rifle, there wasn't anything. There wasn't any bullet drop. Um. So like an assault rifle, you know, if I aimed at your head, the bullet would go at your head with an assault rifle. Now, if I did the same thing with a sniper rifle, pending on distance from you you know, I would have to either arc my shot or, you know, shoot off to the right, you know, lead the target and then arc <laughs> my shot in order to try and uh, hit get that headshot. What Fortnite did um, in this current season is they employed, um, bullet, like, bullet mechanics. So now it's more like a military shooter. It's more like, you know, some of these games like Call of Duty where they have the bullet drop on all weapons, um, not just... You know one one type. um it takes some getting used to um especially for you know planes so long that it's like oh why is my assault rifle you know that doesn't make sense but now it's like okay they have bullet. all of it has bullet drop um and it makes sense uh to do that now because these all they've introduced the attachments so now you can put scopes on your weapons you can do stuff to uh, reduce your ADS time, which is your aim down, which is ADS's aim down sights, for those who don't know. Um, reduce recoil, reduce your spread. Um, spread, of course, being like for a shotgun blast. You know, it instead of a big V, it's a little bit more of a compact V for the shot. Um, and recoil, of course, is you know, you're holding the trigger down, the gun... Tends to walk upwards, or walk to the right, or walk to the left. Generally up. Um, so all of those kind of things definitely, you know, bring that whole, you know, re- more realism to the bullet, to the the gunplay. However, at the same time, I I really wish they would have stuck with the scan shoot for most weapons. Um. I really do think Sniper, uh, the Sniper rifles the only ones that require extra, uh, should require extra skill to use. Um, but, I mean, it is what it is. It's not terrible. It does take, it did take some getting used to transferring over, um, you know, skill sets and whatnot and remastering. You know, these these things, which I'm still not a master of. Don't let Inferno Fox lie to you, um, but all, all in all, I would I would honestly say that it, it's more comparable to Call of Duty uh, and Halo, and you know, as being an over the shoulder shooter, it's it's kind of nice because all my cosmetics and that I that I put on, I actually get to see versus like a game like Halo or Call of Duty where The only time I see it is in, like, a kill cam or in a loading screen, which is kind of like, what's the point of spending money on cosmetics if I don't get to see it? It's my philosophy with the weapon skins for Fortnite. I I don't see them, so I really don't care.
0: It's funny. It kind of makes me think of uh, Skyrim or Oblivion when you do character creation, you set your character up for, like five, 10, 15, 60 minutes. And then you never see it. Cause it's in that, that kind of stuck uh, first person view, but you, yeah, you make some interesting um, points in regards to like the whole gunplay I- itself uh, mobster. What are your thoughts on on that?
3: Uh, I mean, obviously the, the number one biggest difference is the fact it's a third person shooter as opposed to a first person shooter. Uh, that alone takes a little bit of adjusting to get too used to. I'm, I'm, you know, I was a big first person shooter used to that as Halo was my game. Um, I liked it. I think I felt like uh, st- playing Fortnite after playing Halo, I like I felt like I was better at Halo. And I was like, why is it because I'm a, is the first person shooter deal compared to the third person shooter? Um, and I after this new season of Fortnite, I, I, I'm thinking it's not necessarily the fact that it's a third person shooter or first person shooter. I think the ball drop is a big deal. Um, I I like it. I, I like the change. I think it's more realistic. It makes it uh, definitely more, if you want to say militaristic in a sense. I mean, it's, it's a, graphic wise is nowhere close to that, but I mean, s- shooting style, yes. Uh, it's more realistic in my opinion. And I think I, it makes me better. I think I'm better. I'm more used to that. Um, so that is kind of back in my wheelhouse and everybody who's used not used to it is now struggling a little bit to get used to it and I feel even the sniper rifles have a little bit more of the bullet drop than what they did before this season uh so making it tougher for everybody else who's used to the way it was and now I feel like hey for some reason I'm doing a little bit better and I'm like that's really the big main difference and and it makes sense, especially like with uh, what Simbu said about having being able to put all the different mods on it. You can put scopes on any weapon, I think, just about, even shotguns, which I think is the stupidest thing. But um, <laughs> so, like, if you're, if you're looking through a scope of something and you're shooting a, a long distance, there's going to be a bolt drop. It doesn't matter if it's a sniper rifle or not. So, I mean, that's why I think it's, it's been, like, not beneficial, but I think it's better and good and more realistic.
5: That's really interesting to hear the change from hitscan to the bullet physics. I, I wasn't like aware of a game that had like made that switch over. Uh, that's a, it's a huge change. It's interesting.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, like were, said, were people clamoring
5: for it? Is that why they did it? Or did it just kind of come out of nowhere?
1: I, I I To me, it kind of came out of nowhere, just like booting up the new season. And all of a sudden, you know, I'm shooting a guy with an assault rifle and I'm, like hitting diddly squat even though my cursor is on point even with the sniper rifle sometimes my cursor you know i've led the target perfectly i've got the you know what i assume usually is the proper um uh lob for the shot and it just completely misses and it's like wait what how
5: I guess it keeps oh, things yeah. fresh too. It might make the game more welcoming <laughs> to an extent if you switch up the mechanics periodically, so everybody's kind of slightly uh, off kilter or something.
0: Yeah, I, I, and it, if if anything, it just shows how in the last like what six, uh, going to be seven years, Epic has continued to to expand the game, going from like Unreal Three to Four, now to Unreal Five as well as adding new parts of the storyline, guns, features, and as we kind of discuss, aspects of gameplay. And as I mentioned, they married their own Unreal Engine updates to Knife itself, which is really kind of cool. It's almost kind of like a a sort of like beta view or beta test for other developers to for Epic to say, hey, this is what Unreal 5 would look like. Look how great it looks. And this is just very boilerplate-type, of animation and and aesthetic and and, and, look and everything like that. Uh, I I mean I, got, I I would have to figure that after all of the uh crazy bojaz with unity it only had more people mo- moving and flocking to on Un- the unreal engine over that but hopefully the, the all the unreal or the, all the unity bojaz is kind of like tampered down. Uh also it it, it obviously goes without saying they've added additional modes beyond stuff like the zero build mode. We have have just gotten additions such as Lego fork knife. You got rocket racing fork knife festival, and uh, all of course, all of the creator based content. And that, that's a whole rabbit hole in, in of itself. Uh, but kind of sticking with the, the Epic endorse modes, general questions for you guys and, and storm, I, I'm, I'm going to lead off with you on this. Um, just wondering, Storm, if you know or, or if you see Epic adding any additional modes, what you think think that that they could be? Uh, if you have any thoughts on what their ultimate plan would be regarding any additional game mode expansions, and just kind of get your thoughts on those.
6: You know, right now I don't, <clears throat> I don't know. I don't see them, other than maybe expanding something with the Fortnite Festival, and adding. Um, I think they're working on making that so it's more verses where you can play side by side. You know, so you're playing a track and I'm. We're both playing the same track, but challenging each other instead of playing with each other. Um, you know they've done a lot this year, so maybe doing something with Lego Fortnite to help its numbers because it, you know, did so well when it came out and it's come crashing down. So maybe bringing something in for the interest in that. It has been fun to see its evolution though. Over the years, the creative mode is far, 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 far bigger more impressive than it was um back in the day. It was remember when the creative mode mode was brand new and you could open a map and just, you know, explore the map without worrying about getting killed or anything. And I think they still have the ability to do that so if jamie owls wanted to just putz around the map there is an ability to do that but it's been fun to see now what people can create versus what you used to be able to create you know and it's astonishing so maybe they'll make more areas for that but you have to in order for the creatives to uh draw people in giving xp is a huge thing that is why uh some of the epic based things have also done well. Because if you want to get your battle pass stuff done, you need the XP to get you know unlock some of that. So if you want people to explore other modes, make it worth their time, you know. So, I as far as anything else, I don't I don't know what they could add right now. If it would be anything sports related, maybe you know. I but totally
4: see them doing sports stuff with how much they like their sports. Yeah, I could I've see a
1: basketball, soccer, basketball, football, right. basketball. Rumor has it that is coming.
6: I I could see those coming into it, but I don't, you know, again, all of those, those sports games have enough of their own platform games That how popular would it be? Because I think the uh, Rocket League is popular within Fortnite a little bit, but, you know, the Fortnite Festival has always had more numbers in it in that mode, because I think there are other racing platforms. If I want to play a racer game, Fortnite is not my first go-to to to think about, oh, let me launch Fortnite to go play Rocket League, you know? I'm not dissing it, it's just the nature of the thing. If I want to play racers, there are others, like I'll play Mario Kart or Disney Speedstorm before I'll log into Fortnite. So I wonder if they'll run into that issue, but we'll never know, and I will stop talking now. No...
0: no, (laughs) Yeah, I was was (laughs) going to say good good information to have. And I I, I feel like you're spot on with the uh, sport mode. If anything, it'd have to be more like an arcade experience, like an NBA jam or an NFL blitz more than an actual like sport game, like how uh, Madden works or even uh, like Tiger Woods or something like that. Although I would, I wouldn't put it past them having some sort of like hot shots type golf mode, um, yeah i think that would be the only kind of thing because it, you, you you put it so well where like just normal sports jazz is like okay the one-third of all video game sales and i know i've beaten that stat down like so many times i've, I've said it in in the cast but one-third uh, of sport game players only or one-third of all video game players Play sports games, and usually that's all that they play. And then another third is military shooters or or, or looter shooters or, or stuff like that, and that's all that they play. So fork knife being in that that second camp, thinking that they can start encroaching in the first, I, I'm with I'm kind of with you on that. It would have to be something more like start small, start in an arcade experience with the sports, and then kind of kind of grow grow from there. Uh, mm-hmm. Jason uh, kind of want your thoughts on this too do you see Epic doing any additional modes and uh, go, if you believe what, or what you think uh, their ultimate plan would be with these kind of modes
4: I could definitely see them doing other stuff as to what they would pick I don't exactly know um, my biggest thought was doing sports stuff because they do have a lot of sports collabs but if they don't do the sports stuff, then maybe it'll be some other kind of like mini game stuff that they might add in. Um, And I don't know, don't think of, I'm not thinking like mini games, like a Mario party mini games, but like some kind of things like how uh, you've got all the content creators out there that make like the death runs and stuff like that, that maybe they do something along those lines, but an actual epic one rather than all the creator ones out there
5: roll fortnight box
0: because there's there is a big the creator content has gotten big enough that some of those creator content makers are getting money back they're making money and epic has stated that they're the money that they're making has been lower because of the money that they have to give back to those content creators. So the thought is the whole idea of row fork knife blocks. I don't think you're that far off. Like, like really Um, speaking on that and I would, would I know you've got probably the, the now you got the most amount of experience out of all of us with fork knife and and how the game runs and everything. Uh, I'm a real pro now since <laughs> since you're a pro and I'm going to imply, I'm going to have you apply the dunning Kroger effect here uh, what do you what kind of additional modes would you see Epic adding or wanting to add?
5: I think like seeing like the amount and kind of variety of these modes and you know even though I haven't played like I've I've been you know kind of obviously aware of the game and hearing they've been kind mm-hmm. of adding these modes over time particularly these last you know whatever it is, couple years, two years or so. Is that what a lot of this has been going on? But uh, it seems to me like what I'm kind of guessing is going on that, like, first of all, adding any mode is probably going to bring people back to the game that have maybe stopped playing it and just need an excuse to check it out again. And then what they might be doing with that too, is like, they might be just doing a kind of shotgun approach. Like we're going to try all these different modes, like, Many of them, like, I suspect they'll even maybe start to get kind of more weird, greater stuff. Yeah, it makes perfect sense, too, but uh, on a similar angle. But, like, I think maybe they're seeing, like, can we get lucky with, like, one that will stick? I mean, that's essentially how the game first uh, <laughs> really had its uh, second life, isn't it? Like, it it pivoted, uh, and uh, I think just trying different Uh, they'll keep adding different modes, kind of see what sticks, uh, gives them a nice sandbox to experiment with some weird stuff. So like, I, I'm not sure, like, I think the sports game thing kind of like makes sense, but it does feel like it would be pretty bland and pointless if it was just like a normal You know, a football game, a normal golf game, I would agree agree with Inferno Fox where what would make more sense and what would probably be easier to implement, too, is to like take some subset, like one part of that sport one part of the game and then just like make its own sort of like altered rules, like miniature version of it. Like have there be fewer players when there would be a lot more players and change this about the rules or what whatever to kind of make it more interesting. But yeah, I mean the, I think derivative sports games, probably derivative sports games meaning uh like a game derived out of a sports game that's something different so i think we will definitely see like some of those uh just because it's an obvious choice and beyond that like i i bet i don't know it feels like they're they want like uh, a kind of like almost more like a uncharted experience, potentially supported by something like this. So I would guess something that evokes a more cinematic action game mode would be added like a disaster mode where it's more like all the players are somehow uh, fleeing from the same disaster and less fighting each other. That might be in keeping with the general vibe of it, but yeah, I don't know. I I would guess they're going to add a lot of things, probably remove things maybe if they don't retain uh, kind of players, And there I'm thinking they're mainly just doing it as a way to kind of keep people coming back with the side benefit of if they do kind of really strike it rich with a new idea that will draw in even more people that have never played the game before. But it's like what they say about updates, like sometimes if you're smart about like a big kind of steam update or whatever is in a game, it's it can be a form of marketing. If you keep kind of like pushing out there that you're doing this big update, you're adding this thing. So in a a similar nature, like adding these modes, allow them to not worry about breaking anything about the kind of like main game modes, but do something that kind of looks impressive and different on first glance to draw a player back.
0: Yeah, and it's it's funny you say about the bringing the new modes bringing players back because the opposite occurred just recently with <laughs> the the previous season because the previous season they brought the old style the the original map back and it was actually that that uh, brought a number of the old players back into the game when, and uh, Epic saw the highest player count ever because they brought their old stuff back. It was a thing where. Uh, it's like, okay, let, let's, let's ride the nostalgia train. Cause, cause that, that's a whole thing. And then, the immediately after that season that was a shortened one is when they brought they added in forkknife festival rocket racing lego Knife. and then okay all the old dogs are are still back and then now they're bringing in even more people because they've got all these additional modes and they continue to break records for concurrent player usage with that newest season because of all the new stuff that they added into the main game and all those new modes and just it was like it, it, I felt like it was one of the best planned uh executions for such a long time uh live service game like it's it's something that like I feel like it almost almost rivals Final Fantasy 14 a realm reborns uh literal re- rebirth with how it uh brought a real crap game from the ashes uh for that mmorpg it's almost like that except hey Fork Knife, they weren't doing bad the player count everything was down but they still had you know 500,000 to a million concurrent players well now with that one-two punch it it's it's like they've all come back of course it's died down a bit now but but it's still not as low as it was like a, C- a season or two beforehand, so you definitely bring up a, a, a lot of good points in regards to w- what helps to bring bring people in. Um, and it's funny you mentioned about having like a story mode, and I think that there, it, there's essentially like a concurrent running story in w- while you're gaming that you can kind of follow through as well as like a main a main story. Um, I'm gonna my next question I'm gonna have I'm gonna direct first at Simbu, but before I get into that, and and Simbu, feel free to comment on on my thoughts. The additional modes that I see Knife doing, uh, I could see them, ha- again, some sort of sport mode, because again, Epic also owns uh, the uh, Rocket League, and they had the ingenuity to pair RC cars with soccer, and the, the amount of fun and the depth that such a simple type of gameplay has it, it, that they were able to establish with that is is ingenious. So I could see them doing, again, some sort of sport thing like that. I could see them uh, playing off the whole 2D aspect of things where maybe they have a 2D mode where it's like sort of a platform shooter where uh, Astromedes, if you think something like Soldot, something like that, but a little bit, maybe a little bit more zoomed in or Maybe I think they,
5: they're unlikely to do that only because if they're so tied to Unreal Engine, while of course you can do 2D things in Unreal, I feel like the developers just don't think in 2D and probably won't do that. That's my hot take uh, guess out, on your guess.
0: <laughs> counter to your counter is the fact that Epic is the one that owns Unreal. So if there's anybody that knows how to use the engine that way, it's them. And as we know, they're like anything and everything can be made in Unreal. Hack uh, Tetris effect was made in Unreal Engine Four, so I mean it's it's a puzzle game. You wouldn't you wouldn't think that. But, Good no, point.
5: You... But uh, uh, on its face, it just always strikes me as like crazy to do 2D in 3D. Even though when you look at what the graphics card is doing, the reality is that's basically what's already happening with our modern graphics cards. It,
0: exactly, <laughs> and it can even be a thing where they they just throw a uh, power stone type fighting game in, in into the mix. Where you customize moves and, and you can unlock that depending on what character that that's in there. Like it, they introduced the, the Ninja turtles and they, so maybe there's a specific sword spin that only Leonardo uh, can do, or he unlocks and then it can apply with whatever pickaxe that you have equipped or something like that. So there's a, there's a lot of di- different gameplay game modes. Uh, Simbu. So I'm going to feel free to answer any of the, any of the questions that I posed, posed here but my additional question for you is and i'm asking you first and specifically just with your pedigree of uh, gameplay can
3: I inter- interject before you ask that question no,
0: no. but yeah no go <laughs> ahead sorry <laughs>
3: uh, just so you don't get away from because i'd like to to give you a, a, my opinion on the extra modes that they've they've put in and added and i i uh i agree a lot with you with the uh super, super smart ingenious. of let's go back. Oh, gee. Oh, we've got the most players playing. Now we're going to introduce all of these things, try to keep them interested, draw new players in hundred percent. I, I get it. Um, it's, it's not a bad idea. I also agree with what storm Rose said in, in the fact of like certain things, like I, I, sports, of course, is like you said, is another big thing, right? A third of the players play sports games. It'd be a tough, tough thing to do. I could see them trying it. And again, like you, multiple of of you have said, they can't go about it and try to do like a realistic sports thing. Um, That's just not going to work. You know, you got Madden's and Tiger Woods golf and all that stuff. It's gotta be like a playoff of it, but like, and, and, and like the, the rocket league racing in Fortnite. So I'm, I'm, I think I'm the only one here who really plays rocket league that much. It's not anywhere close to the game of rocket league. It's it's literally a racing game and Rocket League is is not that at all. Uh pretty much all it does is you, you have your cars from Rocket League are in there. So it's and maybe a couple like moves or something, but it's it's a racing game as opposed to the the soccer game that Rocket League is. So it's, it's a little different. I think um I think before they try to add any more modes, they they might want to try to build on the ones that they have added to make them better to maybe keep players playing them or draw players into them a little bit more saying, Oh, we're improving this, you know, yeah. try it again yeah. or something like that.
0: Kind of like um, what, what storm was saying too. Like let's, let, let's add into the existing modes.
3: Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> not to say that they won't add more modes, but I, I, I feel like that that's not, I don't think, I, I don't think, feel that would be coming anytime soon, maybe down the road. I think, if they have, if any of these new modes are doing well, they're going to want to make sure they build on those and do well, so they keep the players playing those that like those modes. And uh, but yeah, uh, that's. I think that's pretty much what I had to have to say about that.
0: Yeah. No. No. Oh. I, uh, I definitely make some good points there. Uh, so, sorry, simple. Go ahead. Well,
1: um, so yes. Well, you know, I did. I just wanted to comment on, on uh, mobsters synopsis of of rocket racing versus rocket league um the reason like i said the the thing is is that while yes the 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 objectives in rocket racing and rocket league are completely different and the gameplay style is fairly different there's a lot of very there's a lot of core similarities between rocket league and rocket racing which is what they're trying to do you know by bringing rocket racing to Fortnite, which try to bring some of those rocket league players over to Fortnite, and like oh hey look Instead of, you know, watching, you know, somebody fly around the map and hit the ball into the goal 30 30 times before you even, you know, move once, um, here's here's an opportunity to potentially learn uh, some of the mechanics for Rocket League in a setting that doesn't um, involve you also trying to defend a goal or score.
3: Yeah, Uh, I agree. Uh, I I also, obviously, they're not going to, it'd be dumb to to put the same exact game of Rocket League in Fortnite, right? I mean, Epic owns both of them. If you want to play Rocket League, you're going to play Rocket League, so you're not going to put it in Fortnite. Um, so it makes sense that it's a racing game and which is fine. And like, I agree with you, like you said, maybe draw some of your rocket league players over to Fortnite to say, Hey, give this a try. Or maybe you get players that play Fortnite that try rocket league racing. They like it. And they're like, Oh, what's let me try rocket league. I've never tried it before. And then it might be bring some new players from that, that way too. Um, so he, I, I, totally agree. And I don't think it should be the same cause it wouldn't make sense, but wanted to just make sure that was clear that they're not, the same game
0: yeah because and that makes sense because rocket league and Knife are on their own separate financial ecosystems you you buy a pass in one and, and it's it, it doesn't apply to the other is that right mobster no
3: it does if i buy the Fortnite crew pack i get the rocket league uh, rocket pass
4: and that's but, new it's only been in the last couple of seasons
0: right so so just based on that like so like so not what's the difference between the, the fork knife crew and the, the battle pass itself? Cause I, for, for example, I purchased the battle pass, but I did not purchase the fork knife crew. Okay. The,
4: the crew gives you a free, uh, well, a skin that's not free. You're paying a monthly fee for the crew, but you're getting a skin every month and you're getting a uh, thousand V bucks every month. And, uh, um, is there more to it? I mean, it's, uh, so you're yeah, getting like when the know. battle passes come up, it covers your battle pass also. So uh, you're getting little bonuses every month for being part of the crew, but it's a reoccurring <laughs> charge instead of waiting to get just a battle pass every single time.
0: So, gotcha. And, and both of those unlock uh, the pass in Rocket League.
4: Yes. Uh, so the the last right. few uh, seasons, chapters have had it to where it unlocks the Rocket League pass also.
3: The Rocket League pass is, is more like the Battle Pass, in my opinion, um, but you... Don't unlock the battle pass by buying the Rocket League pass. I don't think you get the fort. Well, I guess technically you would. You buy the Rocket Pass, you would get the Fortnite crew pack, and you get the battle pass. So it's all all together in one thing.
1: So, right. So, you buy the if you buy the Fortnite battle pass, you get the battle pass for Fortnite and Fortnite only. If you buy the Rocket League, you know, crew pack or you know, Rocket League, you know, battle pass, I'm going to call it because I don't know what it's really called you get just the Rocket League Battle Pass. Now, if you pay for the crew pack, which is twelve, the $12 or $13, you get both for the current season.
0: So it's going to be the crew pack that's going to be the biggest benefit, especially if you can time the season change and essentially be able to try and, and get the uh, skins for both seasons in that time frame. Because then, then you can do the... Uh, you can do the the fork knife crew and then immediately like maybe wait a day or two and then cancel it and you're paid up for the rest of the month and now you've got two games and two seasons for for that so it's like almost the ultimate value yeah so uh singing on
1: a budget people
0: yes (laughs) you gotta play smarter not harder uh, but, but Symbol, one of the last questions I, I, I want to ask, because I, I, I see that Jason the 13th running on, on fumes here for uh, all of our <laughs> yeah. uh, friends catching us on, on YouTube. Um, this one's ca- kind of spe- special to you first because of your, your gaming pedigree and your experience with Blizzard games. And I don't know if you've played what I'm going to reference here. Um, I'm thinking you have, again, g- uh, gaming pedigree. So, two-part question. First part is, do you think we see a chance of a knife 2 coming out at all? And either way, do you believe poor iterative launches like Overwatch 2 has scared Epic enough to avoid an actual official sequel?
1: Okay, so first, 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 first question, and I'm going to make it a big point real quick nice and simple we are on fortnite like 25
0: well, the down. original fortnite version a
1: uh, 28.502 right so there is no epic has at, with with this they have cracked a live service um golden idol they cracked the book of the dead okay they for a for a live service format they don't need a fortnite 2 they really don't i mean when you see it I go agree. from unreal 4 to unreal 5 all the the season changes all the content updates all the new modes all the creative like fortnite and uh, epic with fortnite has created a meta mm-hmm. a, a legitimate meta that can be ever growing Ever infinitely growing until people stop playing the game. Um, so to bring out a official Fortnite, ooh, is pointless. It's yep. absolutely pointless. It's nothing but wasted resources.
3: The only, only, only time that would happen is if, if people stop playing Fortnite. And then they're like, oh, hey, we'll bring your number two out. But I mean, as long as it's continuously going and growing and you got the players playing and which it is seems after they did the OG uh, map and the new modes, they're having plenty of people play. There's there's no I agree. No reason, no reason to, to.
4: And if they're smart enough, they learn from what Overwatch did and they won't repeat that because Overwatch went released their number two and changed like everything and pissed everyone off.
0: <laughs> yeah, not yeah. not to mention they they totally di- uh, disabled Overwatch One. Oh, you, you now that Overwatch Two is out, you cannot play Overwatch One. They closed all the servers the day yeah. of Overwatch's uh, 2's release. Oh.
5: Feels like a blatant money grab. Gamers are pretty blind to a lot of that, but they'll notice that one. Mm.
1: Yeah, <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's um, true. The only the now there is now as we'll get into the uh, potential uh, quotation ethers here. Um, If Fortnite or Epic wanted to do Fortnite and wanted to release a different game, this is where they would move into... Excuse me. They would move into, like, Skyrim territory. Like, it would be, um, for example... Uh, Dead by Daylight is coming out with the casting of Frank Stone, which is going to be a narrative driven game showing you the background to, I believe, The Trapper. Um, I can't remember 100%, but again, funny. people who know Dead by Daylight know that that's a 4v1, uh, you know, asymmetrical horror experience. Now, Again, with this casting of Fra- the, this casting of Frank Stone, this is breaking into a narrative-driven single player experience. Now that is the only thing, type type of spin-off sort of uh avenue that Epic could go with Fortnite, but it wouldn't be called Fortnite 2, it would be called like Peely's Big Adventure or something. <laughs> <laughs> Because we all know how much Storm loves Peely.
6: <laughs> hey, is the I, the ice cream Peely is okay, <laughs> only because he's he's ice cream banana mm, split ice cream. Yeah, mm, 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 ice cream. Anyway,
1: oh, so Again, at the same time, there's no reason other than a money, a uh, potential money grab for Epic to do something like that. They could literally just release that in Fortnite and go, "Hey, check this out. We're we're making a." You know our our action adventure, you know debut kind of thing.
0: Yeah, and 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 hitting the the nail on the head, I I feel especially since they own the literal engine that that allows them to iterate on whatever system and whatever thing that that they would like. It's almost like that they can print money. They don't have to worry about something like what Bungie did with Destiny and having to make a sequel Destiny Two or they're not being a blatant money grabber uh, as as, as I mentioned with how blizzard was with overwatch overwatch too. It's the, it's the core game. It'll run on almost near anything that, 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 that's current. Sorry, AstroBetes but yeah, it, it, it's something that's just really, it, it can, hey, it, it ran,
5: it ran. <laughs> it ran like
0: an it, old man. It, it ran like an old man. It ran uh,
5: fine, actually. I was impressed. It was just the loading that took a while. <laughs>
0: the, the nice thing is, while you were loading, everyone else was sitting in, in the lobby waiting for the countdown to go from 59 emoting. to zero. <laughs>
1: emoting. Yes,
3: <laughs>
0: they're, they're, they're emoting and doing their Carlton dance from uh, Fresh Prince.
1: Or jumping off the island. Yes.
0: So... uh one of the last things that that uh, I, I literally will touch upon, and it's more like a, a cultural aspect. And I invite you, the the audience, you, the viewer, to respond in the comments below if you're watching us on, on YouTube to kind of let us know if there was anything that you were introduced to to just within the overall cultural lexicon that you didn't know about thanks to fork knife. And it, this more applies to like the the our younger viewers, and because we were kind of talking about how. There are some individuals where oh, we've that we've heard stories of. Oh, who's the guy in that in that that brown hat? Oh, that's Indiana Jones. Oh, I know him from Fork Knife or the, the the guy with the sunglasses and who he, he's giving the thumbs up. Uh, he's holding the shotgun. Oh, that's Terminator. Oh yeah, I know him from Fork Knife. So I, I encourage you, the audience, to let us know in the comments below as well as anything else that we we've discussed like what you have gotten introduced to from from Forknife uh before Sarah I I give her a little outros here do you guys have anything that you didn't know uh that was added into Fork Knife that you hadn't seen before playing the game
3: uh Hero Academia I think I don't think I saw really before that I mean, uh, I mean, that's I one of my
4: favorite animes <laughs> <laughs> I think
3: so. Yeah, I think i heard of it, but I've never really seen it. I didn't, you know, it's probably some of the anime, other anime stuff that they have in there, but other than that.
4: Actually, and uh, Inferno Fox or Simba will have to remind me of his name. I thought it was just a pure Fortnite created skin to find out that we have a famous TikTok guy that got a skin in the game, which actually I like his skin, um, I don't remember his name, but it's the Bobby Lemay. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know who he was until they added him to Fortnite. If they, if no, none of you would have told me it was a TikTok guy. I would have just thought it was a Fortnite skin. <laughs>
5: I didn't play enough to see any references, but I had the distinct feeling. I felt like the old man walking into like a teenage like dance club <laughs> <laughs> when I started playing the game. How do I do to this?
1: Uh, too funny. So in other words, Asher walked in with a broom and said, get off my lawn.
5: <laughs> I walked in a broom and said, where should I be? I don't know. <laughs> and in previous seasons, there were literal dance
0: clubs. <laughs> there were and you had
6: yep. to you, you had to dance on the thing to keep you know for your team to win you had to clean the <laughs> dance floor and you had to stand there while it booted and, and raise the disco ball that was fun yeah <laughs> yeah did some of those and you know out of all of us i think i'm the only one that still plays any kind of build mode and play the team rumble and let me tell you, the the Zero build coming out was a game changer because I've been stuck in builds forever and maybe some of my playing I dropped off because of builds a little bit. You know, it would go into Team Rumble, so it's a, at least, for those of you who don't know, it's a large team of 50v50. So, um, but you are building in that, so at least I get so, keep some of my practice up. But the Zero build has been great because I'm not all that fast at Building, and then there are people who have macros set up on their computers so they press two buttons and they've got <laughs> freaking towers in front of you and crap like that. And I don't like how people would trap you within buildings instead of shooting you, you know, using any real skill for aiming, they would just build stuff on top of you to try to trap you. And it's like lame, <laughs> just you know, lame. It,
1: it's funny. I uh, I played a couple team rumble matches before uh, we jumped on here. And I will say that there is a lot less building in Team Rumble yes, than I there remember is. a long time. Like, when I first started oh. playing and yep. I was doing Team Rumbles, like, you would look at Team Rumbles back in, what, early, late 2019-ish, somewhere around there, and it would look like the Fortnite FNCS Cups, like, the big, you know, massive tournaments, all the best players, and there's would just be... Builds all over the place, and you're like, "Wait, where am I?" Yep. <laughs> and now it's you see little forts, maybe like you know, little three, four, you know, piece structures, maybe a a couple, you know, ten ten piece, you know, five story <laughs> structures, but nothing like nothing like it used to be.
6: No, I think there's a lot of bleed over from the zero builds into Team Rubble because it's a good way to just you know shoot people quick yeah. and a lot. I've noticed it too. There's a lot less building. I build a lot less because I'm used to just moving around and jumping around the walls. And now that you can mount the walls, which is fun that you can mount the stuff that people have or mantle, mantle those stuff people have created and scurry up the walls. It's kind of fun doing that. So, (laughs) you know, I think that's another reason why there's a little less. There's more stuff to move around as well. There's more zip lines. So, that also helps a little bit of the building, but definitely not as much in Team Rumble, which I'm not. I'm not upset about because the building again is just a pain in the butt. It's nice to build defense walls, though. Um, Inferno Fox and I got stuck in a battle, a normal battle, Royale once a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago. Now it's all a blur, but he <laughs> did crack me up when he got impressed at how. Quickly, it was able to build some walls as we were running like we're running getting shot at and i'm just building walls and they're knocking them down but just build and run build and run and you know <laughs> yeah that was fun so it's a long ramble i'm sorry guys i i the cold medicine yay children
1: i blame your inability to remember to slide
6: <laughs> oh no, we would not get into that
2: oh that,
6: That's a whole different podcast for a whole different thing. I had to say it at least once, though. I know, I know. (laughs) Next
5: topic, Fortnite sliding. A whole episode on it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hosted by Storm
6: Rose Sky.
5: Oh, God.
0: Uh, Oh, Jason.
6: I will have a whole hour, don't you worry. (laughs) Oh,
0: but... Yeah, so so hopefully this has been a a lot of fun for you guys our audience as it has been for us our our cast and crew and i definitely want to give a huge thank you to them uh first and foremost storm rose sky of the twitch and youtube channels of storm rose sky storm thank you a thank you so much for joining us and two what sort of new content do you got coming on uh your youtube channel thank you for having me um the next new thing i
6: do want to put together my own like my own favorite video games which is including clips of myself playing these games if i have them because there's a trick this mrs pac-man this could be one of them but you know oh, well, never mind i just remembered something where i have that game so you know i'm working on doing something different than just the trailer thing and my sick. This sickness has taken me out and also working last week. That's where I got the sickness. So we'll see. It's going to be a little bit.
0: Well, sometimes you got to get down with a sickness. And speaking. uh, uh, uh. (laughs) (laughs) and, and speaking of si- sickness, Simbu Darkfang, thank you uh, as well for joining us. He is our level five grandpa, a primary actor at Basement of the Dead. And I guess after this podcast, we have determined that he is the best player at Knife BRs. Simbu, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Well, I can see mobsters not coming back on the show ever again. And that's probably <laughs> a good thing. No. <laughs> hey. Uh, No, it's always a great time. Always fun being here. Um, And uh, everybody just remember, when you're in teams, mic check.
0: What? (laughs) 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 Uh, Also, uh, we had Jason the 13th of the YouTube channel, Jason the 13th. Uh, Jason now that you've got temporarily got your laptop back does that mean you're going to be getting some new content for us on your YouTube channel of Jason the 13th
4: Uh, I would like to Um, I got to sit down and take some time to record something at the moment so (laughs) but once it's finally fixed, fix it'll be when I can actually really get back into uh, recording some stuff
0: and definitely going to look look forward to, to getting a lot of that in. And also a big thanks to Mobster for joining us here on the Fork Knife Chat. Mobster, th- thanks for jumping in here. Hope, hope you had a good time as much as we did.
3: Yeah, of course. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Uh, always a pleasure to discuss some video games that I enjoy playing yeah, since I don't play too many of them. And uh, tear down Simbu over there and let him know he's, he's not the best. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's a 1v1 box fight, bro. 1v1 box fight. Now that ball drops in there. <laughs> You're still trash.
0: Oh, you boys. Speaking of boys, Astromedes, thank you so much for joining us, our resident developer and co-owner of Second Place Games. Uh, any updates on getting Horde Lord to current-gen Android systems yeah
5: I've I've actually got most of the work done there's just a couple of annoying things that are going to take a bit more testing and uh, actually based on Simbu's comment on the tutorial it actually made me realize there is a bug in the new version's tutorial that doesn't explain like it disappears immediately without explaining what it's supposed to explain so him pointing that out to me actually revealed that oh he didn't understand the movement because it basically skips that section immediately as soon as the image appears you don't actually get to see what it shows and now i understand what his comment was so i've got a few more kind of issues to work out uh, with it, but actually, one of the more difficult tasks is actually mostly out of the way at this point as of uh, a couple weeks ago. So, I'm just kind of slowly chugging along <laughs> on that new free version of Board Lord should be out, you know, realistically sometime, you know, hopefully the next like two months, something like that. I've been having to kind of skill up for some unrelated, ungame tech stuff for work reasons with some of my uh, personal time these days. So not quite as much time between that and important work, like playing five matches of Fortnite. I've had less time <laughs> to uh, work
0: on uh, Horde Lord. Oh, too too funny. I yeah, definitely looking forward to that. Once you get that up, I'll make sure to include a link to it in the description section of the podcast, as it appears in YouTube, Apple podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere where you get your podcasts and last but not least just uh, again a big uh thank you as well to jamie owls my partner and partner in crime for joining us i know fork knife really isn't your cup of tea but we appreciate you uh being able to to join us here and i appreciate you grabbing the, me the water bottle in the middle of the podcast thank you jamie owls
2: yeah no problem and you may see me on there after we uh talked about this because now i'm a little intrigued
0: I'll I'll, I'll have to point point out how to get that downloaded on your switch.
2: Yeah,
3: just just steal and play on Glenn's PS5 when he's gone.
2: Yeah, get some practice.
1: (laughs) I could possibly probably see Jamie. I was really enjoying the Fortnite Lego with the building the exploration.
2: I would have no idea what I'm doing, but. (laughs)
0: yeah and and the game's probably got enough tutorials to be able to to get you going and i know storm uh simbu jason storm's husband has played a lot of the lego and they they could guide you so maybe that that'd be a good uh entrance point so but anyway again and, and last but not least huge thank you to you the audience for for listening checking us out the next podcast of course will be up next Tuesday next Tuesday evening so make sure you check it out where our podcasts are found bought sold and distributed thanks again and have a great day